Episode 61, five idiomatic expressions that English people use all the time. Hello everyone and welcome or welcome back to our simple English podcast. My name is Ruben and as always you are listening to the podcast which helps you to learn English by listening to authentic real English content uh, in a slower and more simple way. As you all know, sometimes in this podcast, I make episodes where I just talk about random things, random topics, um, in a simple English so that you can uh, have some exposure to the language, so that you can get used to uh, listening to English uh, in this way, in a slower and more simple way, so that you can understand and you can uh, enjoy the episode. But sometimes, rather than talking about various topics and various things, uh, we focus more on the language itself. Uh, For example, looking at uh, expressions that English people use. And that is what we're doing today. We're going to be looking at five idiomatic expressions Uh, which are used all the time by English people. What is an idiomatic expression, first of all? Well, an idiomatic expression is a phrase, an expression, a a group of words, (laughs) um, which together have a meaning that is different from the meaning of the words on their own, different from the individual words. Uh, These are very difficult for people who learn a language uh, because usually if you hear these expressions, if someone says these expressions, you can't work out their meaning, you can't understand what they mean if you don't know them already. Um, Sometimes you can work out from the context, but sometimes we we use these expressions and you just have to know (laughs) what they mean. So today I'm going to share with you five expressions that we use all the time, Uh, we being native English speakers. uh, We use these expressions very, very often. And if you listen to the episode, you will learn these expressions, you will be able to understand them and maybe uh, to use them and to impress your friends with them when you speak English. The first uh, expression I would like to talk about is a very, very famous expression and it is to kill two birds with one stone. Okay, to kill two birds with one stone. Have you ever heard of this before? Do you have any idea what it might mean? Mm, It basically means to (laughs) do two things that are useful, two 
productive activities, two things that you need to do at the same time. Uh, for example, I like to go to the gym to go and do sport, to go and do exercise, uh, but at the same time, I wear headphones, and in my headphones, I listen to podcasts in other languages. Um, so I learn languages, and I do exercise at the same time. Uh, we can say, I kill two birds with one stone. Uh, do you understand? It is a bit of a dark expression, because to kill two birds, birds, of course, are the animal that flies in the air, squawk, squawk, birds, you know, um, or tweet, tweet, rather, that's the noise that uh, birds make, um, and you are killing two birds with one stone, so I think the idea is that you throw a stone, maybe uh, in the past, people tried to kill birds by throwing stones at them, um, a stone is a, a small piece of, of rock from, from the ground, um, stone, and imagine though, you throw one stone, and you hit one bird, and you kill the bird, and then you hit another bird, that is the idea, that you are, with one stone, one uh, activity, you kill two birds, uh, you have two successful outcomes. So when I go to the gym and learn languages at the same time by listening to my podcast, learning languages and um, staying healthy are the two birds, if you like, uh, that I kill at the same time with, with one stone. And the expression is to kill two birds with one stone. Okay. The next expression is speak of the devil. Speak of the devil. Do you have any idea what this means? Probably not. You, you understand what I mean now. It is difficult to uh, understand these expressions, to work out what they mean if you don't know them already. Speak of the devil is what we say very often when you are talking about someone. Imagine you and a friend are having a conversation, you are talking about someone else, you're talking about another friend. Um, I don't know, imagine Tom and Jenny are talking about Bob, and then suddenly um, Bob comes into the room. So they were talking about him, but he wasn't there, and then Bob comes into the room. Jenny might say, speak of the devil. And this comes from a slightly longer expression, and it is, speak of the devil and he will appear. So what this means is, if you speak about the devil, the devil is uh, like the opposite of God. Um, in the Bible, the devil is called Satan, and he is uh, an angel who turns bad. Uh, if you speak about the devil, he will appear. He will um, appear next to you. He will come and say hello. Um, you, will, you will see the devil if you speak about him. That is where the expression comes from. But now it just means you're speaking about someone, not the devil, <laughs> just your friend, and then they appear. 
And I suppose the expression means that you are kind of saying that your friend is the devil, uh, which is a joke, it is ironic. It is not serious, you're not really talking about the devil, uh, but we still say very often, speak of the devil. Uh, imagine, so you're, you're having a conversation, you say, oh, um, Bob had a new haircut, he looks really cool. Yeah, I've not seen Bob in a while. I wonder I wonder where he is. And then Bob walks into the room. Whoa, speak of the devil. There he is. Uh, that is the expression speak of the devil. I hope uh, I hope you understand. The next expression uh, I would like to share with you guys that we use very often uh, is to see eye to eye. Or to see eye to eye on something, more specifically. Do you have any idea what this means? Eye to eye. Uh, this time we're talking about the eye. Not I as in me, but I as in uh, the thing that you use to see. Your eyes, yeah? You see with your eyes. And when you're talking about yourself and someone else, you can say, we see eye to eye on something. And this means we agree on this topic, okay? This is more easy to understand with an example. Um, me and my mum, for example, we see eye to eye on <laughs> not many things. Um, we see eye to eye on food. Uh, both me and my mum love food, um, and so we see eye to eye on it. We agree on it. We have the same opinion on the topic. Um, but maybe me and my mum don't see eye to eye on... <laughs> Lots of things. Maybe being organised, <laughs> because... I am not very organized, and she <laughs> tells me to be more organized. Therefore, we disagree on the topic of organization. We do not see eye to eye on this topic. You can kind of understand how the expression works. If you see eye to eye on something, it means you're almost making eye contact. You're looking at the other person in their eyes, and it's a sign of agreement. You agree. You think in the same way. You see eye to eye. And the, the expression that we always use is we see eye to eye on something. I suppose you could say we see eye to eye about something, uh, but normally on something. So we see eye to eye on football, for example. Maybe we support the same team. We like the same team. We see eye to eye on it. <laughs> And, of course, there is the negative form. Like I say, we don't see eye to eye on it. And that means we disagree. Okay. The next expression, uh, again, very, very famous. <laughs> and I would be interested to know, do these expressions exist in your languages? Uh, in whatever your native language is, is there a similar expression, a parallel expression, or is it something that is unique to English? Um, this next one I really don't know. Uh, the next expression is, don't judge a book by its cover. Or never judge a book 
by its cover. What does that mean? Well, if you have a book, uh, the kind of page on the front of the book, the uh, first page, if you like, the, the hard outside of the book uh, is called the cover. Okay, the book cover. Um, this word cover means anything that sort of goes on top of something. It covers something. Uh, it's the book cover. And the book cover normally has the name of the book. It maybe has the author's name. It maybe has a picture or it is a certain colour. And it's quite easy sometimes to make an opinion of the book based on the cover. You see the cover and you think, hmm, that's a really nice cover, I want to read the book. Or you see the cover and you think, hmm, that's not a nice cover, I don't want to read the book, that book looks boring. The expression, though, don't judge a book by its cover, says that this is wrong. Uh, to judge means, of course, to have an opinion on something. Uh, if you judge someone, um, <laughs> this means you think about them in a certain way. Normally in a negative way. If you say um, to judge someone, it means um, you think badly about them, normally. Unless you say, I judged them in a good way. Um, for example, uh, if you tell your friend an embarrassing piece of information, uh, you might say, don't judge me, but I did this, or, you know, don't judge me. Uh, when my friends see me eating chocolate at midnight, I might say, don't judge me. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Um, so don't judge a book by its cover. Uh, the preposition by, in this case, means based on, or using the information from. So you have only seen the cover, you have not read the rest of the book, then you can't judge the book, because you would be judging the book by its cover. And what this means is the book might be a really good book, even if the cover isn't good. Okay, that's where the expression comes from, that's the literal meaning. And we, we sometimes do use this expression when we talk about books, but we also use it metaphorically and we use it more generally to talk about people who judge things too early. For example, you meet a new friend and you don't like the clothes they wear or they say something a little bit strange, but you don't know them, you have only just met them, you only met them five minutes ago, and you say to your other friend, hmm, I'm not sure about this person, I don't know if I like them, you start to judge this person, your friend might say, no, no, they are really nice, don't judge a book by its cover. Um, it means, don't judge this person, or this thing, don't... Mm, make an opinion too quickly about anything. Don't judge a book by its cover. The final expression I would like to share with you guys today is maybe a bit of an easier one, uh, but again, very, very popular. English people use this very much, and it is actions speak louder than words. Again, this is kind of philosophical, a bit like don't judge a book by its cover, uh, but actions speak louder than words. Uh, 
maybe you can understand what this one means because we're saying that actions are more important than words. What we do is more important than what we say. Uh, and in this way, actions speak louder. It is kind of um, metaphorical or idiomatic because actions don't speak, right? To speak is what you do with your, your mouth and you produce words. Uh, people speak. Actions don't literally speak, but the point is that actions are more important and they show more about a person than words. Someone might say that they are a very good person and that they are very generous, but it is really their actions that are more important. Um, maybe they share their food with you. If they share their food with you, that's an important action and that speaks louder than words saying, oh, I really care about you. Uh, no, the way to show that you care with an action is to share your food. Um, actions speak louder than words. Well, that is the end of this episode. I wanted to keep the episode short. I didn't want to make the episode too long because I actually want you to listen to this episode more than once, okay? Lots of research has shown that if you want to memorize these expressions, if you want to memorize anything, to learn anything, you need repetition. If you listen to something or you read something just once, your brain will forget most of it. You won't remember it. But if you repeat it, you listen to it again, you read it again, uh, you will be able to remember it. And so if you want to use these expressions when you speak English and you want to use them naturally, uh, I really recommend that you listen to this episode multiple times, maybe three or four times, um, throughout the next week and you will be able to remember these expressions and use them at the appropriate moment in conversation at the right time uh, when you speak English uh, because they will just come to you naturally uh, because you have heard me saying them you have heard examples you know how they work and you will be able to remember them because you have repeated you have heard them lots of times um, so I recommend you listen to this episode more than once. Um, I hope it has been useful for you. I hope you have enjoyed the expressions. Um, otherwise, thank you so much for listening, and I will see you in the next episode. Bye-bye.